Welcome to Bombshell CEO. A woman's most valuable asset in business is understanding and taking ownership of her body. There is a better way to do business so that you can have the income and impact you desire without burning yourself out. I'm your host, Holly Dahl, and I'm here to help you build a legacy that comes from heart and not hustle. I'm bridging the gap between business and health as a successful and sustainable business requires you to be taken care of first. I'll combine my business knowledge, coaching and consulting experience, an extensive understanding of women's hormones, specifically burnout, all together to teach you the tools you need to elevate your business, your body, and your brain. Each week, I'll be diving in and giving you tangible steps you can put into practice right now. I wanna help you live a life with true health, fulfilling relationships, massive impact in a financially successful business without sacrificing yourself. Ignite the bombshell CEO inside of you so you can get out of the hustle, work with your female physiology, and define success on your terms. It's time to light it up. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Bombshell CEO podcast. I'm your host, Holly Dahl. I have to say, I love having this podcast because I know that social media is changing and people are going to be spending less time on social and more time doing things that are better for their mental health. So I'm grateful to have this podcast so that I can continue to share value and build relationships and connections outside social media. I'm grateful for you, my listeners that show up every week. Thank you so very much. I appreciate and love you. Let's get to today's episode, which of course is fueled by Happy Juice, my daily dose of gut brain health, metabolism, motivation, energy, and good mood. You can find the info for that in the show notes. Last week on the podcast, I talked about mental health, gut health, hormones, and burnout, and I really connected the dots. I got so many emails and DMs with questions and comments about that episode. In fact, it was one of my most downloaded episodes as soon as it was released. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, make sure you go back and check it out. I thought I'd do a follow-up on this week's episode and answer some of the questions I received. People really wanted to know exactly what I was doing to regulate my nervous system, how I was closing my stress cycles, and other steps that I was taking to support my gut. So we are going to dive into other ways that you can support good gut health. I'm never going to sugarcoat it. So I'll start here with me saying that working on your gut is a continual process. It's not a one and done. You continuously have to be supporting a good gut microbiome. Now, that's not to say that I don't think someone's gut can't be healed. Because I believe if you do the work and you're committed and consistent, you will return your gut to an optimal state. It is because of the continual exposures and stress that you have to keep working on it. It's like anything else in health or business. Even when you do reach that goal, you need to do the maintenance to support the continued progress. If you lose 50 pounds, you have to keep up with those healthy habits and do the work you did in order to lose the weight. If you launch a course or book sales calls to bring clients into your business, you have to keep putting yourself out there and do the work to stay visible in order to bring new clients into your programs and sales calls. So today I want to share some ways to support good gut health and some of the things that I'm doing because 
As I talked about last week, the state of your gut affects everything else in the body. It affects your mood, your skin, your weight, your hormones, your energy, your sleep, your cravings, your immune system, everything. One of the most important and powerful things you can do to support your gut health and your body is to learn to identify your emotional triggers. Maybe you've heard me talk about this before. It is so important. Your body doesn't differentiate between the types of stress. And so it doesn't know if you're in physical danger, if you're watching a video, if you hear a ping on your phone and you're anticipating some type of stress on the other side, or maybe you're thinking about and reliving a traumatic event in your mind. The reason why it's so important to understand your emotional triggers and what dysregulates you is so that you can recognize when your body is in a stress response and close the cycle as quickly as possible. You don't want to be staying in that fight or flight state because it's meant to be temporary. But the problem is for most people, they're so used to living in a state of survival that they don't know their body is in a stress response. When you are in a stress response, your body is pushing all the energy out to your limbs so that you can fight or flee the quote-unquote threat. It takes energy away from your digestive system because your body is more concerned with your safety and survival than it is with being able to digest your food. And so you want to close that stress cycle as quickly as possible and regulate your nervous system. Now, I recommend implementing these practices into your schedule daily even if you don't think that you have experienced a stress response because of the modern world we live in, it's always fast moving. There's always stress and helping your body stay grounded and centered. It's one of the best things you can do for overall health. Also, once you become more regulated, you'll be able to identify your emotional triggers and the stress response, and you will feel the need to close the cycle instead of staying in it because you'll be more connected to your body. The first way is physical activity. It's the best way to close the stress cycle and give your body the message that it is safe. I recommend walking every day because for most of us, well, we just sit way too much and we need to get the blood flowing. But walking may not be enough to close that cycle for you. You might need something more like a dance party, a hike, some movement with weights or bands. You want to get into a state of relief in your body. Oh, that was a good workout. That is how you want to feel. However, at the same time, you don't want to do anything that's too intense for too long. With physical activity, it is really finding that balance and what works for you. Secondly, being in nature. It is scientifically proven to reduce stress, but I like to take it one step further and habit stack, if you will. So not only being in nature, but adding in some other techniques. I love breathing. So inhaling through your nose and a big exhale with a sigh out of your mouth. You can also give yourself a little hug. We're going to do it together. So inhale through the nose, big sigh out of your mouth. There's some other techniques and these are gently pulling on the bottom of your earlobes and thumping on your chest. I learned these from my friend and colleague, Brittany Wittig. So taking the bony part of your hand and tapping on the upper chest. I also love an exercise that I've been recommending to my clients for years. 
I don't think you'll be doing this outside in nature, but it is putting your legs up against the wall. You want your bum right to the wall. You want to open up your arms and really open up that chest. It is so relaxing for your nervous system and nourishing for your adrenal glands. Other ways to help close that cycle of stress are crying, laughing, and orgasm. And I'll share one last thing before we move on, but this is something that I recommend to all of my clients, and it works so well. It is using a weighted blanket. I know there are people listening who are probably like, I have a weighted blanket and I only use it at bedtime or I actually never use it at all. Use your weighted blanket. If you don't have one, you can also use a magic bag or a hot water bottle. And I recommend putting that on your upper chest area because there's a lot of nerves there or on your abdomen. Try it. You will love the stillness it brings to your body. So that was a big one, but it's crucial to understand that bringing your gut into an optimal state has a lot to do with your stress and emotion. I would also ask you to be honest with yourself about other things you might be holding on to that can affect the state of your gut. Things like fear, anger, uncertainty, perfectionism, all those play a role. Let's move on to some other ways that you can support good gut health. When it comes to food, You want to have 80% of your food come from unprocessed sources. This is because processed foods generally have a lot of chemicals, a lot of sugar, and they usually contain seed oils, which can contribute to inflammation in the body. These are more food-like substances, actually. And if you go back 50 years, you wouldn't even find half these items in the grocery store. Processed foods are devoid of fiber and nutrition, so keep them to about 20% of your diet whenever possible. Processed foods, because of the sugar content, they dysregulate your blood sugar, giving you that sugar high and crash. It's much more difficult to regulate the body when you're continually riding that blood sugar roller coaster. So stick to whole foods as much as possible to avoid chemicals, avoid extra sugar, and so that you really do get the benefits the nutrition, and the fiber. Fiber is so important to a healthy gut because it's nature's broom. That's what they call it, nature's broom. Both types of fiber, soluble and insoluble fiber, they are undigested. They help to feed the good bacteria, promote regular bowel movements, prevent constipation, and move that toxic waste out of the body. Fiber helps to regulate blood sugar and lower cholesterol, so get your fruit and veggies in every day. Also, you always want to be eating in a relaxed state. It's called rest and digest for a reason. Take the time to slow down. Challenge yourself to chew every bite of your food 20 times. Stay away from distractions such as your phone and computer. I know how tempting it is to just return that one text or just quickly check your email, but it really disconnects you from your body. And when you're disconnected, you can't recognize your hunger and full cues. Who is guilty of being distracted when eating and not even remembering what you just ate? Like, look at your plate. It's empty. Where did that go? Well, I'm right here with you. So get off the screens when you are eating. Some other good practices when it comes to food are to avoid the foods that you know you do not tolerate. If they are hurting your body, do not keep eating them. Limit your sugar consumption and pay attention to how you feel. That is really key, is knowing your body and what makes it feel best. Obviously, 
it's really important to stay hydrated and to be drinking a good amount of water each day because if you don't, that's definitely going to contribute to constipation. However, the quality of your water needs to be looked at. Tap water and most bottled waters, they contain chlorine and other contaminants. So at the very least, invest in some type of filter to help remove those from your water. Don't drink large amounts of water with meals because this dilutes your stomach acid and you need it to be potent in order to properly break down your food. Be conscious of carbonated water. So drinks from soda streams, things like bubbly, they can contribute to bloating because they don't move through the body as quickly. So be mindful of the amount of carbonated drinks that you consume. Let's recap the steps to supporting good gut health. First of all, identifying your emotional triggers, closing the stress cycles, and regulating your nervous system. That's a big one. Eating whole foods 80% of the time to get the fiber and nutrition to avoid chemicals and seed oils. Eating without distraction, stay off the screens, limit your sugar consumption, and avoid the foods you don't tolerate. Make sure you're drinking enough good quality water, limiting carbonated drinks. As we are wrapping up, I want to say there are many factors that contribute to the state of your gut health. If you are someone who has been on birth control, antibiotics, you've had a lot of emotional stress and trauma, then you're likely going to need extra support with supplementation to repair and restore the health of your microbiome. Reach out to me and let's have a conversation. You can email me. It's holly at hollyangeladoll.com or DM me on the Bombshell CEO podcast page on Instagram. Until next time, Bombshells, ignite your business and your life. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Bombshell CEO podcast with me, Holly Doll. If you are enjoying the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could hit the subscribe button, leave a rating or a review, and share this with someone you think would enjoy it as well. I would love to connect with you on Instagram. You can follow the podcast page at Bombshell CEO Podcast. And remember, it's time to light it up.